Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, imagine Joseph's surprise when he found out that his wife-to-be was pregnant. I am sure that he was greatly troubled. On the one side, he would have his family, friends, and the temple family, or his church family. On the other side was Mary alone. To marry a woman who was pregnant would be a lot of trouble. If he said the child was his, to appease the other side, he would have been lying. Plus, if he said that, all the people would think that he and Mary were together before their wedding night. Mary said the child was God's, but how could he be sure? There was a lot of stress leading up to that first Christmas. A lot. One thing that Joseph knew for sure, whether she did something or didn't do something, he knew that he loved her. But he had to let her go. He couldn't do anything else. It was the only possible choice he had to make. But Joseph was a just man, and he was unwilling to put Mary to shame. Because of this, he resolved to divorce her quietly. He made up his mind, and then he went to bed that evening. But the things were still bothering him. And as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary, your wife. And I like how it says that, do not fear to take her. Because all the things that were leading up to his decision, they were fear. Fear of what others would think. Fear of not being able to trust his wife-to-be. But the angel said, do not fear to take Mary as your wife. For that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Joseph must have been startled. But what was happening to his family? It wasn't just happening to his family. It was happening to the whole world. It says, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. God was coming into this world to be with the likes of you and I. But for Joseph and Mary, God would be sitting in their living room. God would be their everyday dinner guest. God would rest in the arms of Mary and Joseph. An amazing thing was happening. God was coming to be with us. And Joseph, he believed the angel to his credit. And this showed in his actions. For he took Mary to be his wife And he raised Jesus as his son. He could truly say, 
I believe that true that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also true man, born of my wife, is my Lord. Joseph's son would be his Lord. Joseph's son is our Lord. Joseph's wife Mary carried her Lord in her womb, and she would nurse the one who would save her from her sins. Mary could say on that first Christmas morning, I believe that true Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also true man, born of my womb, is my Lord. This Jesus that actually was held in the arms of Mary and Joseph is the same Jesus that we believe in. He, his skin, it's like our skin. His body, it is like your body. Yet he is true God dwelling with us. An amazing thing was happening. As Jesus grew, I'm sure that his mom and dad never ceased to be amazed. Mary and Joseph, they both knew that their son would pay for their sins. I think Mary must have often thought back to what does this really mean when Simeon said that a sword should pierce my soul or her soul. God with us would die for us. Mary and Joseph, you and I, were in a terrible state. But this Jesus came to rescue us and them. Peter recalls the work of Mary and Joseph's son for us all. Peter says, you were ransomed, ransomed from your futile ways. You inherited from your forefathers. You weren't ransomed with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. Jesus, who came into our world through Mary to be with God with us, is God for us. Yes, an amazing thing started on that first Christmas morning. Mary and Joseph's son, he still lives today. Jesus is still God with us. He comes to us in the supper. He comes to us in his word. And he still intercedes on our behalf. Through Jesus, God with us, God is for us. And if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also give him, give him with us all things? God descended into our skin to take away our sin. He who had never sinned came into our sin-soaked world on that first Christmas. It's as if he was born behind enemy lines, to save us from our plight. He did all of this. 
so that we may be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. Jesus lived in Mary, was born of Mary to save Mary. And the Holy Spirit conceived Jesus in Joseph's wife, causing Joseph a lot of confusion and hardship, but for the purpose of saving Joseph. It was not easy for the Holy Family, but they were blessed. They struggled, but God was with them in Jesus. You think about all of the dangers that they encountered right after the birth. There, there was Herod taking out uh, the holy innocence. They had to flee into a foreign land where they didn't know anybody. And as they went into Egypt, they struggled. But all the while that Mary and Joseph struggled, God was with them. And your daily decisions and your daily lives may at times be difficult. Like Joseph, you might lie awake at night contemplating heavy topics. Joseph was contemplating divorce, love, community. Only you know what you're going through this evening. But in Joseph's problems, Christ came to him. Literally. And Christ Jesus literally comes to you in your problems as well. In the Lord's Supper, the body and blood of God come to you in the bread and the wine. In Joseph's arms, he held the body and blood of his son, God, Savior, and Lord. And the same Jesus is with us today in his word. Yes, an amazing thing happened on that first Christmas. And the same amazing thing happens even now. I, we often say this, and I often say it. Whenever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am also. We're gathered in the name of Jesus this evening. The one through whom all things were made. The one who is held in the arms of Mary and Joseph the one who died for your sins and rose again, the one who spoke to the apostles, the one who was baptized by John, he is with us this evening. And that's an amazing thing. Even in our despair, in our contemplations, Jesus comes to us through his word and heavenly gifts. And he is indeed interceding for us. Who shall separate us from his love? Joseph's family troubles could not separate him from the love of Christ. Joseph and Mary were threatened with tribulation, distress, persecution, homelessness. And none of these things could stop Jesus from being a part of their family. Nothing can stop Jesus from being a part of your life either. In all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, 
angels, nor rulers, nor things present, not even the stress of finals, none of these things, no powers, no height, nor depth, anything in all of creation is able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And may that knowledge give us peace that surpasses all understanding until he returns for us. Amen.